0: Three, two, one. It's about that time again for Ready, Set. Real Estate, I am so pumped you guys. We've been having an amazing week, just amazing season already. Thank you for tuning in on episode 12 with our guest, Mariette Martinez. She is a tax pro public educator and she's actually agreed to do a three-part series with me and this is now part two we are covering taxes for real estate investors. If you missed the last episode where she was on, check out episode 10 where we talked about taxes for the real estate agent slash and or professional or if you call yourself super agent like myself, uh, do pay attention to that episode. And I'm really excited to have Mariette on the show. I just wanna take a moment to just let you guys know just the power in this woman that we have here today with us. Uh, I told Mariette that I would read a little bit of some of her highlights, professional designations. I'm just reading it right from her website, you guys. Like you can check more about Mariette at MarietteMartinez.com. If you are viewing us online, I have tuned it in mariettemartinez.com so let me just say this i you know i'm gonna it's gonna sound like that that disclaimer <laughs> let me bring mariette and bring her beautiful face on hey mariette how are you
1: hello so happy to be here
0: yay i'm gonna do it like how they do on the radio where it says dre 01736957 <laughs> we're very official here we're very that's why we're wearing our glasses <laughs> Right, right, right. So Mariette is an IRS enrolled agent, y'all. Since 2009, she holds a California license, insurance uh, license. Since 2016, BS in accountancy at the California State University Northridge, class of 2002. She is an Intuit accountant, council member, yes, yeah. board member why, of the National. <laughs> I know board member of the national Latina business women association of the inland empire. Shout out. I see you give them a lot of love on, I, you know, if you're connected with her, this woman is very connected and she's all about supporting others and in particular a passion for small business owners and entrepreneurs. She is an Intuit trainer, writer, network member, co-admin of the Latino small business owners, Facebook group. Check this out. Y'all listen up with over 4,000 plus members. So she's definitely got a niche market. Uh, As you know, and I've shared this before in the last episode, she's a public speaker and educator at various industry conferences. And yes, she has been at NAR, National Association of Realtors Conference. That's huge. Um, she's been a blog contributor for Intuit ProConnects Tax Pro Center and Seth Davis Between Wall and Maine, and she does a lot of the QB stuff. QB stands for QuickBooks. She is a certified QuickBooks Pro advisor since 2007, and get this, as a co-organized wooded group, first bilingual Spanish track at Steely New Heights. I'm telling you, yo, no. yes. Okay. I had to do that, Mariette, because I, you know, I know you, my tribe doesn't, our listeners doesn't. So I just really wanted to honor and recognize one of my sisters in business for all that you have put in time, work, energy, highly intelligent, motivated. So I just wanted to just, just do that. I owed you that.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. And it's a, it's humbling for someone to say all those things, but yeah, I mean, it's always been a partner for a tribe effort. We don't do any of this stuff alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and en- enough people have to believe in what we're doing and believe it's important enough to get involved. So I'm just grateful for our community. And I'm yeah. grateful now you and I are in the same community. So it's just we're stronger
0: in numbers, which is yeah. awesome. I love it. I love it. So, for those who have been excited about hearing about today's episode, taxes for investors. Again, this was a three-part series, and I think it was very timely that we're doing this in the last quarter, right? Because as 2019 rolls out around, uh, depending whether you file extension or not, at some point in time you have to deal with taxes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and
1: actually, a quick disclosure here for those of you that are watching. Um, because you're going to watch now and Lisa blew me away last time when she told me all the platforms it's at for the recording, <laughs> so it's going to be all over the world. So, you know, this is, this is going to be a session about accounting and taxes, but you know, we are not giving any tax advice here. You please do not use any of this information for your own tax preparations. to, you know, situation. Everybody has unique situations and have to refer back to their tax professional um, on what they need to do to move forward. So we're just gonna give some tips and discuss some scenarios, but this is not tax advice in any way.
0: Just want to make sure that we like it. all the- I like it. I told you we were gonna do it like the commercial D R E number 01736957 <laughs> Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, so- Started. I mean, there's so much going on. Um, I, if you want, I can just kind of recap last time, which was when we actually tried to take the scariness out of real estate accounting um, and we kind of set the stage. Lisa and I, we did very well, I think. I went back and watched the recording and we really wanted to explain um, that this is a three-part series because there are really three parts of real estate accounting and they're completely separated both in regards to the way you deal with your financial accounting the tax accounting the ramifications of how you actually organize all of your transactions and most importantly um you may be doing one of these things or you may be doing all three of these things and you really have to understand that based on what you're doing whether it's just real estate professional as you know real estate agent or real estate investing meaning owning properties and selling long term usually or real estate flipping, which is actually short term, um, you have to wear different hats. And that's why we really were big about wanting to have this separate because we want you to wear the different hat and really understand that you really have to change your mindset um, based on what you're doing. Um, So that's really important and that's why we did it in three parts. So today is taxes for investors though. So that's what we're gonna cover today.
0: Absolutely, yes. And and you did that so perfect because people are, It's easy, I think, for us as professionals when we are agents, and then the goal is right to stack our money and then get into investing. And then we forget now we're wearing an investor hat. And the way we are running our businesses and portfolios should be different, right? Like the expenses and stuff like that. So I just really wanted to just create a space, In a place for our listening audience and those who are thinking about investing, who are now investing, albeit you just started or you've been in it for a while. um, If there's just one thing that Mariette can offer as an added value, we have done our job for today, for the show. If you are tuning in on the replay, I just have to shout out to our replay listeners on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Android, wherever you are listening, be sure to drop a comment, send some emails, DM us. And uh, if you're on the live and you catch us on a replay, please use hashtag replay. I really love to see a lot of you actually find the time and to come back and tune in. So I'm serious, like love y'all, love y'all for that.
1: (laughs) I I love the replay. I mean, I, you know, a lot of us, we don't have time or, you know, we don't, we're not sure when someone comes on. I mean, that's actually how I met Lisa because you were on with, (laughs) Clint and I got this cool little message that says, Lisa's on. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get on Facebook Live right now. You know, But we don't always know when each other is on. So the replays allows us to go back and listen and really learn from each other. So thank you for that. Thank you all yeah. of those apps that allow you to go ahead and share this with the world at different times and at our, at our different times in our days. So I appreciate that. So, so you Absolutely. know, we really wanted to, to set today up again, kind of setting the stage and you and I will have a conversation like we did last time. Is, a, is the fact that with real estate accounting for realtors, we talked a little bit about some apps, we talked a little bit about you know, the top uh, deductions and kind of transactional things you should think about as a realtor. Now, as an investor, um, you have a lot more things going on in that portfolio, as you mentioned, and, and there's different ways to actually t- you know, put yourself in the place of an investor in regards to what you need to control um, when it relates to accounting and taxes, so we're only going to refer to accounting and taxes because there's so much other stuff you have to do in that business, of course. Right. But we're only going to focus on accounting and taxes. And so I took some time the last few days, and I really wanted to build out almost like a, like a four part way to set the stage. And when I started thinking about all my clients that are investors, I almost went back to the first meeting that I had because I do a lot of small business coaching with them. And you know, one of the kind of things that we we talk about to just kind of clear the air and make sure that our conversation is going to be beneficial, meaning we're talking the same language, right? Because that's sometimes what happens with accounting and taxes is that right. you're not even talking the same language, like you don't understand each other, you know? And right. so, so four things that kind of came to mind when I started thinking about my conversations with investors um, when it comes to accounting and taxes, of course, is the first thing we always have to talk about is financial literacy from the perspective that there's financial accounting topics and there's tax accounting topics. And so uh, which is really important because the way you track your finances for your investments, for your rental properties is maybe different from where how you're going to actually report the information on your tax returns. And so there's two conversations there is let's make sure you're handling your financial accounting, make sure you're, you're, you know, you have some type of system to collect all that, that transactional information, but then make sure you're having a conversation with your tax accountant because they need to report that information in a way that's going to be most beneficial to you. Meaning how are you going to depreciate your assets? How are you going to report some specific information? So those are two different conversations, but yeah. before you, even consider taxes you need to be handling the financial accounting you have to because then you have nothing to give your tax accountant you know (laughs) so that's number one okay yeah and so and when I was thinking about financial accounting some things that came to mind right away is you know I have my two different investor type of you know personas I have the investors that are like Oh, gosh, I know what you're going to do right away. You're going to put me in QuickBooks and you're going to have me collect all these documents and you're going to have me create this really complex, you know, document storage where I have to keep all my my settlement statements and all my expenses and all my transactions and they get overwhelmed. And I always right. tell them you know what, let's do whatever works for you. Do you know Excel? Can we just put your transactions in an Excel spreadsheet? Maybe every property you own, let's have an Excel spreadsheet. That's called, you know, rental properties. And let's have a little tab for every property with their address at the bottom of their tab. And then on each tab, I just want you to tell me what the rental income is and multiply that by 12. No big deal. You know, and then tell me what those monthly expenses are and let's just list those up. Some of them being, you know, uh, monthly uh, expenses that repeat. Some of them may be something that come up like a capital expenditure or, you know, unfortunately, you know, you get flooded. And so you have to do all this uh, this additional improvements or repairs that you weren't aware of. Those may be variable, but usually with rental properties, there's a lot of monthly reoccurring transactions.
0: And all you need to do is give me that once and I'm going to multiply that by 12. And that's it like it's that- I, I, I love that you're saying that because I want to jump in here for those um, for those who are listening and those who are kind of used to this. So capital expen- expenditures, essentially what you're talking about is a cash flow statement. We're talking about incomes and expenses. And I love that you said something simple as take an Excel sheet, because for yeah. those of you investing or thinking about investing, you cannot determine whether that property is a good investment until you run the numbers. So, exactly. all she's asking, or all you know, that professional tax professional is asking for is let me just see the numbers. Um, and by the way, in a real estate transaction, when you do sell that property, you owe that to the new buyer. They do want to see that cash flow statement, they want to see the expenses, they want to see what they're signing up for because that's how we determine. What we are netting. (laughs) Love it.
1: It's that simple. It's that simple. And, you know, and that's why I'm saying, you know, in my case, for most of my clients, I would go ahead and say, you know, if you're already comfortable with this Excel idea, let's just take it up a notch and let's put you in QuickBooks. Because in QuickBooks, what we can do is that we're putting the numbers in. I'll teach you how to do that, per se. Like, let's say we're having a conversation. I'll teach you how to do that. But what I love about QuickBooks or any other accounting solution is that with a Mm -hmm. click of a button, I can show you what those statements look like. I can produce Mm -hmm. a profit and loss or a cash flow statement or a balance Mm -hmm. sheet that basically will tell me all of the assets you're holding. So a balance sheet will give you the balances of every asset you're holding, so all the properties you own right? Um, and so yeah. in Excel, unfortunately, it's still a manual process. So I'd have that's to right. take your transactions, I have to create a manual, <clears throat> a manual financial, if you're using an accounting product, like a computerized product, like QuickBooks, literally, you just go and go to reports PML, or reports cash flow, or reports balance sheet. And magically, it's all there for you. So usually, <laughs> that's what I will tell my clients, like, we're trying to work smarter here. I know yeah. initially, Maybe it's an investment, and, and and I want you to see it like that because you're an investor, so you can understand that there's got to be an investment in the beginning of time and of money. But ultimately, we're trying to make you be in a situation where, like you just said, what if you're buying this investment to sell it in three years? You need to keep track on how you're doing. Are you making right. money on this? You know what I mean? So yeah. you need to keep track of the financial accounting. So that's just financial accounting. And financial okay. accounting is as simple as you said keeping track of those transactions as easy as an excel spreadsheet but knowing that if you use excel there's some manual work that needs to be done or if you use quickbooks or another computerized accounting solution it's all done for you because everything is in there all the reports are there for you so that's number one number two is tax accounting completely okay Okay. (laughs) this is where it gets very very scary and very very intimidating because The financial accounting is something that could usually be learned. And that's why financial literacy is so exciting because you can become from illiterate to literate. I mean, that's most of us do that right Right. now going from, you know, learning finances to learning taxes. That's where we get really scared because our brain doesn't think like that, you know. So you just have to start getting really comfortable with when you go with your tax accountant. You start asking them questions like, "Okay, I heard this thing called capital gains. I heard this thing called depreciation. Mm -hmm. I heard this called, um, you know, recapturing, like, what is all that stuff? You need to start asking those questions and your tax accountant needs to teach it to you. Like you literally need to learn that from a tax accountant because they need to explain it in a way that, that, that makes sense. That the light bulb turns on, you know, because that's the part that we get really scared about. And we need to, but as an investor, you have to understand that because again, what you're doing on the finance side needs to be reported to the government. That's the tax accounting side, you know, And right. so you need to understand those things and maybe it's a class, maybe it's a course. I had mentioned to Lisa, one of my favorite, um, online experts, his name's Mark Kohler, CPA. He's a CPA and an attorney and he has an entire tax library. For real estate uh, accounting that teaches these type of con- these concepts. And I appreciate him because he has tons of stuff free online. He has YouTube videos and he does Facebook lives. He's a um, he's always on entrepreneur.com, sharing mm-hmm. all these information. But like if you really need to understand this stuff, you need to make that investment to learn a little bit more. And I learn a lot from him. I actually he has this like unlimited library where you just pay once and then you have access to it. But those are the kind of things you gotta learn on your own. Um, and it takes more time because that tax accounting is just saying it is scary. You're like, oh, I don't wanna learn the tax side. Yeah,
0: so, you, it's so funny cause I'm feeling overwhelmed, right? And I consider myself an astute, astute young lady here. And I'm like, all right, Mariette, I looks like I'm now gonna have to commit <laughs> six months to a year to learn. <laughs> I gotta go to the free tax library yeah. And learn to, you know, get a little bit more involved with the depreciation and the capitalization and the capital gains and and so forth. Um, and see, folks, this is why I do this. For those of you who think real estate is just the selling and the buying, mm-hmm. not so much. This yeah. is no, <laughs> definitely not. And but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you
1: full disclosure. Once you learn it,
0: yeah.
1: it's so empowering. And I'm just going to give you an example. So when you're a long-term investor, and we're going to use this example because we're going to talk about flippers in the next series. When you're a long-term investor, which essentially means you hold a property for more than one year with the intent to sell it, you know, um, as a long-term asset, you actually have to pay capital gains on that. Okay, I'm going to throw some terminologies. I'm going to keep it real simple, right? But you have to pay capital gains. What are capital gains? Basically, most of us know what it means to pay taxes on our ordinary income, which is like our W-2s. Okay, we all get that because the money gets pulled out of our paychecks, right? But when we sell a property that's been long-term, when we've been holding it for more than a year, we also have to pay taxes on that. And those right. taxes are the taxes that we pay on the gain of that property. So in that other words, keeping it simple, the profit of that property But how do we calculate the profit of that property? We had to have done all the financial accounting part of it. So if we weren't doing the financial accounting part, then we can't calculate the tax accounting part, which is the capital gains part. Do you see how they both, they need each other? Like you can't do one without the other. And so, um, so once you understand that, once you're like, okay, I get it. So I need to do the financial part so I can calculate the tax part and i want to calculate the tax part because now i understand i need to i need to calculate my capital gains but then i heard something out there i heard something from somebody that capital gains gets taxed differently what what, what is that all about and then mm-hmm. you go and do a little research and you're like you know what capital gains has a different tax rate than when you get taxed on your ordinary income and so we're not going to go too much into that because now we're getting really into heavy taxes. But the point is, is that you may get taxed only, let's say 10% on that sale of that long term property, but you may be at a higher tax bracket for your other income. And you're like, what? How is that happening? How can I be taxed 10% when I sell my rental, but I'm actually getting taxed 20% on the rest of my income. That's because we're in an actual tax system where you get taxed differently based on the different line items on your tax return. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: So that, I mean, that's, I'm going to just keep it that that. So I don't complicate things. So if you actually look at your tax return, which I do with every one of my clients, I tell them just go into the area that says income, which is line seven through line 17, just that literally pull up a 1040 and pull up line seven and line 17. And there's a bunch of different line items on there. And based on the number that's on each one of those lines, you may get taxed a different tax rate on it. Wow. And so you're like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? that's, that's a little nuts, right? Well, just yeah. like you said, real estate isn't just buying and selling, tax isn't just filling up a form. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? There's a lot going on behind the scenes, and that's why you have to have your conversation with your tax accountant. You need to. It's just critical to understand all of this stuff.
0: Right. Shout out to Lataya, Linda, Desiree for chiming in, giving some love, saying hi, hello in the hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I am. I'm feeling. I'm feeling (laughs) smart today. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I'm feeling smart today because this is and let me say this it's it's almost like my for my own my own personal right I'm like what do I want to hear about oh we need to deal with taxes and so I think this is very very timely and listen up you guys take the 1040 form pull it up pay attention to line items 7 through 17 Yeah, I'm actually gonna double check that.
1: I'm gonna pull that up, but I'm almost <laughs> positive. After all these years, I should have those lines memory. Thirty plus years, she got three decades in, y'all. <laughs> Desiree can help us because she's a, she's an awesome CPA. She's a good friend of mine, so she could probably confirm that for us. Great. But I'm pretty awesome. sure that that's what it is. Uh, maybe maybe there's a few more numbers. Maybe seven. Maybe it's 21. But anyway, yeah, and you know, and I'm gonna suggest something for all of you investors and anyone that's watching this, actually. Um, mm. It's actually seven through 22. So there's a few more there, seven through 22. So I would love for, I'm going to ask all of this. I'm literally going to throw that out to the world. And I would love for you to sit with your accountant now, not in January or February or March. That's not going to do any, that's not planning. And this is something that's so incredibly important for those investors that are trying to plan and be ahead of the game. You're supposed to be having your appointments now, last week, September, November, December, because you're going to set all this out on the stage and you're going to let them know how you're doing. And you may let them know that you're considering selling a property. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is they're going to do what's called a tax projection. And they're going to put those numbers in their system and they're going to say, if you sell this property, this is what your numbers are going to look like. You're right. going to owe this much in capital gains. Taxes you're gonna owe this much in ordinary taxes. You're gonna owe this much in depreciation recapture taxes Those are different tax rates and then you're gonna say what like uh, You know, I thought it was just you know one amount and put a little percentage to it You know, whatever 30,000 times whatever my tax rate is and that's it and that's not true And so the way you can figure what that looks like is to have an actual tax planning meeting which a lot of people don't have where you're planning for your next move. And I've had those with my clients where they go ahead and say, Oh, Mariette, now that you said that, no, we're going to have to hold that another year. We didn't know that's what it was about. We didn't. And you know, and the thing is they'll say, I really wasn't wanting to sell it. I just kind of want you know, I heard that it was a good time. And so it's like, okay, well, let me show you what it looks like and then you can make a decision. And then that's how we move forward. And so, you know, go out and do those type of things. You know, I, I totally <laughs> suggest you make that extra effort and not be blind at your meetings because that's what ends up happening. You
0: know? Right. I love that. So Linda, Linda's like, I love this topic. My husband and I own 65 units in Rhode Island. Happy smiley face. Now, yo, Linda, you're like next level. So you just, you can tell she loves this topic because she probably looks forward to the tax planning meetings where she's yeah. like, all right. Great. How much depreciation did we get this yeah. year? How much are we? right? <laughs> yeah. Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or,
1: you know, maybe it's is this a good year to go ahead and buy that new roof or to put a new paved driveway? Like those are the kind of conversations, because this is something I want mm-hmm. to kind of end with when we start wrapping it up. Remember, many of you in the investment world, you're doing other stuff. You know, many of my clients that are in investments, this is their way to build wealth. Right. And so they don't just invest in rental properties. They may have a small business. Their spouse may be a W-2 earner. They may have all kinds of side hustles going on. Right. And right. so remember the idea between the the, the, the the growing the wealth and and having that meeting is to say, OK, my rock star tax accountant, can you put all of this stuff together and actually tell me what this looks like? Right. Because you you can't see it all like it's just not possible the tax accountant has to magically put it together and then show it to you and then you can say okay good time to buy that you know to to build the roof or good time to invest or not a good time you know Mm -hmm. for whatever reason so that's the reason why it's so important to have that relationship it's a team effort we started this meeting today this facebook live on saying we're a community here Right. right You don't have to do any of this alone. Like, there's no reason why you're struggling, or you know, or you're you're being left behind, or you're missing out because you feel like you don't have a community. I mean, Lisa, that's what you're doing. You're building this rock star community of people, Uh and now your community needs to go and knock on doors and say, "Hey,
0: I just heard this. Like, I need to meet with you, and you need to help me." You know, so I, I just love what you said when you talked about. You don't need to feel like you are doing it alone and see, this goes back to those who've been listening to me for a while have heard me here. Who is your top five? I'm huge on your top five. You know, who does that make up? I mean, PCP, you know, your primary care physician or your holistic doctor, you know, your go-to accountant, tax professional, your financial advisor, your insurance advisor and your super agent selfless shameless plug. (laughs) Well, <laughs> but you're a real estate professional you know, fun, you know? Hey. but who is making up your top five and as you talk as you're sharing and saying as an investor and you are building wealth long term that it is a tax planning you know that strategy meeting where you're saying hey is now a good time for us to do something with the properties add to the portfolio and I have to bring on Linda's comment where she says as You were talking about, she mentioned about her units being in a corporation. She says, Love, delight, like, kind into tax free Florida. She mm-hmm. says, Though, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that being said, that's you know, that's a great segue to my next guest, which I will be talking about to the 1031 exchanges. Yeah. You know, exactly. you, uh, there's a saying you call pump and dump, people don't really know that strategy, right? You defer, yeah. defer, defer, defer till you're it's. <laughs> and you talk so about a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, so it's time. Actually, that was one of uh, a very
1: cool strategy I did with the gentleman that started with small investments. Eventually, he actually bought this amazing apartment building, and he did it through 1031 exchanges. So, mm-hmm. again, you know, you hear about it, right? Oh, someone mentioned a 1031 exchange. The only thing I'm going to leave you with is don't attempt to do that yourself. Right. So, like, no. you learn There's there's requirements involved, like there's time sensitive requirements involved and so you need to be aware of those and you need to get your top five. I love that. I love the top five because those are the people that are going to make sure that you can get that 1031 and you can keep on continuing with your strategy with no hiccups. Right. right, right. That's what you gotta do. So I love that. Oh, what are you gonna put that person on? Cause I gotta l- watch
0: that one. That's actually gonna. Yeah. Be see, stay tuned, y'all. I've got. I'm telling you, this is getting. This gets yeah. juicier. This show gets juicier, juicier. <laughs> I was like, I have a whole lifetime of content that I'm bringing on because there's so much that we can learn that we can offer. And I love to keep it simple on the show because not everyone is next level, not everyone's advanced, but for those who are, you know, tiptoeing around this, Hey, you want to be an investor, especially because, you know, as we saw over the last year, there was the huge um, big campaign or the advertising about, you know, America's largest wealth expo and everybody is wanting to jump in, but if you don't have your top five, you will be a disgruntled, frustrated, broken, broke, bankrupt individual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, it's true. And you You'll know, I want to say, "Oh, I tried investing, and you know, I got screwed." No, who's your team?
1: Yes, <laughs> and you know, one thing I want to mention is, and it's kind of cool because several people on in my in my community that have now joined your community—I've seen that they're on here which is awesome. And yeah, so yeah. and I want you all to know that your top five don't actually have to be people you are working with yet. Um, and right. I'll give you an example of that. Right. So there's someone that you are following that they're what I call my online mentors where they give so much yeah. value and you're yeah. just blown away by them. And you can have them on your like potential list, you know, because you're not, you're not sure when you're gonna be ready to put them on the list, but right. you're following. Them. You're listening to their podcast. You're joining their their meetings. You're watching all their lives, like because eventually those people will go on your list. Those people right. will be someone that you can eventually do some kind of work with, whether you hire them or whether you collaborate, like with you and you, you and I, Lisa. Whether you collaborate yeah. on projects. So just keep your eye out for that community of people that are like just awesome rock stars, and don't feel intimidated that they're up here. And you're down here. That's not that's not the way it is. Nobody is up here. We're
0: all in the same we're place. There. And I was gonna say, and this is it's so it's so awesome because you know, as Linda's saying, she this is exactly why I do the show. You know, she says, you know, keep my retired has been happy. Yay, keep him busy and happy. And she says, being a landlord is a lot of work with an emphasis on a lot, absolutely. And as you were sharing that, I was saying. That this is exactly why we have this community, and we are. A Jack Ma said this. Jack Ma said, "In this in this information age, there is no one who is an expert and knows more than the other person, mm-hmm. because we are all learning and bringing to the table." Yeah, exactly. And I, you know what? I didn't quote him verbatim, y'all. I paraphrased his quote, but Jack Ma—he's awesome. And I, I'm saying that because as we this, create this community, there are people that I've connected with that are looking at me like, oh, you know, you're, you've got your show, you've got your podcast, but I'm still reachable. Like I still get, still get connected. I, what do I say all the time? DM me, connect, build and share, LA Super Agent on all social media. I really mean that. And though, for those who have the guts and courage to actually do that, you, they are like, oh my God, you you really are like what you said online. <laughs> It's true.
1: It's, and you got to hunt them down. I'll give you an example with Lisa. I mean, now you know the story, but you know, we went ahead and we connected through a friend and then we were even at the same event and I was trying to hunt her down. But because I knew that we were both passionate about the same thing. And yeah. so, you know, we don't expect you as an investor to go ahead and start searching out all this information, but just follow, you know, you, you can use the vibe, or have a friend of mine that said, listen to three voices, meaning who are those three people that lead you in the right direction. You know, that won't really help because what will happen is as you listen to Lisa, she's going to bring somebody else on and they're going to teach you something. And then you're going to hear 1031 or you're going to hear, you know, tax planning, or you're going to hear, you see Linda saying, oh my God, you know, I'm keeping my husband busy with being a landlord, but I need to, you know, we need to figure out better strategies. You're going to see these kind of things and it's going to inspire you to say, okay, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way, a smarter way of doing things. And um and I mean and that's just the way it, that's how growth works, right? That's literally right. how growth and literacy works. So
0: this is, I amazing. Mean, I'm really this, is this is so amazing because what's happening right now is actually we've got a little community. I see uh, Linda's inspired some people to next to level up their portfolio. Uh Desiree's like, I've got only two properties, tenants can be in handful at times, she's shooting for 10. Yeah um Rowena thank you for joining in she says my husband and I are going to try an investment home in 2019 so that is super awesome and as we're talking about right now get connected with you it may not just be the professional the real estate professional as we just learned it's important to have that tax strategy meeting as we're talking about are, are you as we learned with Linda and I and I said this and I'm going to do another shameless plug. Real estate 100, the teen and millennial investment blueprint. This is actually what we teach. We actually teach the youth and young adults about what that looks like when you're investing the financial accounting, the financial accounting. Marriott gives us the big words in real estate. I only know them as you know, cash on cash return on investment, capital expenditures, expenses, the income. You know, I know that way. She knows it in accounting. That's all it is, and and let and that's what
1: the, this what the whole series was about is taking the scary out of what we're talking about. Yeah. It's not that scary. I mean, it was it's kind of funny because I think Lisa and I had a realization. She calls it one thing, I call it another thing. It's the same damn thing you know what I mean so it's like you know and you and you can choose how however you want to do it but that's why you know and I'm going to close with this if you want to build wealth if you want to grow if you want to make better more competent decisions and it's not because I'm accountant it's not because I'm a total nerd you right. can't do anything without the data right mm-hmm. what gets measured grows with you right it gets done if you don't measure it if you don't document it if you don't Grab those transactions and put them somewhere, wherever you want to put them, whether, again, it's Excel or QuickBooks. You're not going to be able to grow because you're going to be making blinded decisions. And that, there's no way you can move forward or drive your future blind. You know? right. So you need to put those, those, those goggles on and start actually seeing what's important. And that's why I always start with financial accounting.
0: I like it. You know what? This was awesome. And like I said, we did our full disclaimers and disclosures in the beginning. We're Isn't not giving advice. Definitely tips. You want to learn more? Check out Marriott She is on all social media. This oh. woman rocks. And um, I feel like this was a good, like, hey, taking out the scariness. Like we said, this is part of our scary accounting series that we started on Halloween. We them in part two. If you're just jumping in and listening to us, make sure you catch the replay. Use hashtag replay. And thank you all for joining in this week's conversation on Ready Set Real Estate. Be sure to uh, check out our nonprofit, which this show supports, RealEstate100Youth.org. It is our way of giving back to the youth, the young adult, the next generation, showing them. Alternate pathways to success via real estate empowerment, education, and literacy. All right, you guys, that's all for this week. We will see you next week on another fantastic and powerful episode of Ready Set Real Estate. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.